do it. Hey, everybody. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the inaugural episode of the Split Six podcast. Um, with me, Nick Wagella, and my friend Brian. Brian Nyson, at your side. So what we're going to do is split a six-pack and talk about a few different things. Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. And as you heard before, I'm still your host, Nick Wagella, and I am still here with Brian Nyson today. Brian, what's up? What's going on, man? Come a long way, haven't we? We have. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a clip from the very first episode of the Split Six Podcast, which I think I'm going to release uh, at some point in a long time with this one, because today is our one-year anniversary it's so crazy it's been a year we made it everybody i hope i get gifts from everyone that (laughs) listens please send me five dollars on facebook or something (laughs) (laughs) nice little trade-off yeah um yeah so we got a lot to talk about today you know the sewer bowl just happened oscars are coming and trump is still president so uh why don't we kick it off like we always do and Brian, tell us what we're drinking. We are drinking Hop Shovel IPA by Bear Republic. Uh, Sonoma County Ales, 7.5% alcohol. Let's see if it tastes anything like a uh, Two-Hearted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I should. that's what I should have got for this year anniversary. <laughs> the guy at the liquor store did tell me that this one was really good. And it was pretty expensive, the normal. So cheers. Cheers. I dig it. I do too. It's a little, it's almost, I don't want to say fruity, but. Yeah, it's like light. Yeah. But. Not too bitter. Not too bitter. Tastes tastes, tastes pretty light compared to a, an IPA that is normally 7.5%. Yeah, really smooth. <laughs> yeah. Like this is a bit dangerous, this one. Mm. Oh, yes. I'm going <laughs> to hop shovel this right into my mouth. And this is by Bear Republic and uh, they're independent family brewers. Hot pickers of old used canvas shovels to move their harvest. We added overflowing scoops of mosaic meridian denali to this IPA to create huge tropical and citrus notes. Enjoy a shovel's worth. Well, we will. Oh, yeah, um, that's citrus. You can definitely get that citrus. Yeah. For sure. Damn, this is a nice beer. This is from Colorado. Um, so, you oh, know, shit. Sean, try this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Brian... What's new? How do you how do you feel about this podcast making it to its year anniversary? It's pretty crazy. It's amazing. It's it's been going well. Proud of it. Proud of you. Thanks, thanks, <laughs> thanks. Studios slowly getting upgraded. We really need to get a circle table because I can't really look at you while yeah. I talk right now. <laughs> but I wanted to be able to see the TV, so I moved it over here. You know, pistons around in the background. Sure, we're gonna talk about that, huh? Oh, for sure. They're up. <laughs> they're up ninety one eighty eight right now. So. They're playing the Nets. Well, we'll get into that when we get to sports, but we still got like 40 seconds of chit-chat to do. So how was your weekend? Pretty good. I mean, we we were at the Super Bowl party. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that was great. I feel like I talked more than I really watched the Super Bowl. (laughs) It's every year at Benny's. Every year we go to to 
Benny's Pizza Pub over in Westland and have a great old Super Bowl time because they let you drink all you can and eat all you can. And our friend Vince ate 24 slices of pizza and beat Mike Wells in the eating competition because Mike Wells quit after one quarter and only ate yeah. seven. Yeah. I mean, everybody knew it was going to be Vince. Vince there was no doubt. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was just a question of how many he was going to get to. Right. Yeah, I could, felt like I couldn't. I couldn't even pay attention to anything because I was like just trying to talk to everybody and watch the game and run my pick 'em thing and buy a bunch of squares that I didn't win any fucking money on. Yeah, I didn't win any. I won my dad money, but I didn't win any. There you go. He split it with me, so that was cool. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta love, gotta love that. My dad did not split any of his winnings with me. Damn. Not that I, not that I even won anything, but if he did, he didn't. Instead, he just. <laughs> He just left left me to run the business and went to Phoenix, where it's like 80 degrees, and we're about to get a snowstorm on Friday. It's a good time to be alive. So put on your booties, everybody. <laughs> it's now already snowed me, slowed me down, snowed me down today. <laughs> uh, oh, the jokes and puns are getting better, but I forgot to silence my phone. <laughs> it's been a year, Nick. You should be good at this. <laughs> Fear number one, sports. Hey. Well, well as we I go. silence my phone and ignore my call from my or the call from my brother Dylan. What's um, up, Dylan? We will dive into sports. So we got to talk about the Super Bowl. Yes, but, we do. All right. So what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about the Super Bowl? I know you've been dying to talk about Blake Griffin. Yes, but we will get into the Super Bowl because a year ago our first podcast we talked about the super bowl and we did say it was the greatest super bowl ever yeah the one against if you didn't know the new england patriots played the atlanta falcons the game yo yo spoiler alert (laughs) (laughs) they went into overtime and uh yeah the greatest comeback ever yes from the cry the group one of the definitely one of the greatest super bowls ever but then this happened this was different there are a lot of cool plays like i like like i like watching the highlights now and seeing like nick Foles just go hey philly philly and the coach is just like yeah run it sure and they run that <laughs> trick play where nick Foles catches the touchdown pass. Oh, that was i awesome. didn't see that yeah nick Foles is like hey man i saw the play this? but i didn't see him say philly philly yeah is that, is that was that in reference to dilly dilly yeah <laughs> nice. yeah it's philly the philly special philly philly <laughs> um yeah, uh, so this game was definitely more entertaining in terms of start to beginning, you know. Yes. Because last year's game was a blowout, and I don't know what the Falcons were doing to let the Patriots come back. Yeah, just <laughs> not, I don't know, getting out coached, I guess. Right. Or something, I don't know. But in this game, it was a battle, m- multiple lead changes, um, but it turns out Tom Brady was not touched by God. Not this time. I just want to say, uh, Jared from my fantasy basketball team texted me before the game and said, um, Brandon Graham, is that the dude's name who got the strip sack at the end of the game? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. Well, he, he told he's like, dude, Brandon Graham's going to be the MVP. He's going to get at least four sacks and two key fumbles. <laughs> well, he was like half. Well, they only got one sack and one fumble, right? And that's all. Yeah, it was Dude, that guy too. <laughs> what, a, what a crazy game when a quarterback throws for 505 yards, zero interceptions. The team does not punt a single time, yet they still lose. 
that's yeah that's weird that's never happened and probably never will happen again like there was no defense on either side of the ball do you think it would have made a difference if uh malcolm Malcolm butler played i think so i mean isn't malcolm butler the guy that made that interception against the seahawks yep mm -hmm. that's silly (laughs) he's he's probably their best corner and i mean i don't know what was going on that was a weird thing so the patriots decided to sit their arguably their best corner for the entire game yeah he only played a few snaps on special teams but they don't know why no one has revealed why i didn't even notice that till like they said the next day yeah, I didn't. I, mean, I wasn't obviously wasn't paying that much yeah. attention to the game because it's the Super Bowl. It's like probably the game I pay least attention to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I literally watch like almost every snap of every playoff game. But Super Bowl, I was just like, whatever. Let's get drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I, in the same way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a. Uh, it turns out to be a dumb decision because you couldn't do much worse on defense than they did. Uh, which is kind of disappointing for the Lions' sake because we're getting their defensive coordinator. Well, we just uh, had a tough <coughs> com- press conference for him today. The Lions have hired Matt Patricia from the Patriots, which we knew for a while. Yeah, I dig it. I think he'll learn. You know, it's. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I mean, I'm not worried. Yeah, he's, we'll be all right. As I've been saying, he's literally a rocket scientist. Yeah, so he'll figure something out. We he have, wants to be here. We have a much more talented defense than New England. so, And they were fifth in scoring defense, so we should expect to be around or surpass that level with our defense. Exactly. We'll be all right. It'll be interesting. That, speaking of Patriots coaches leaving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is probably the, one of the craziest stories you'll see in sports for a long time. Um, <laughs> go ahead and take it. Uh, Josh McDaniels, right? I yep. think he agreed to be the Indianapolis coach on Monday and and well before Monday too because he's like they had a verbal agreement but in the NFL you're not allowed to sign it until the you know you're out of the playoffs. Yeah, and he just backed out. Was it yesterday? Yeah, last night. Yeah, you you, you told me at Benny's. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, he just backed out and I guess he met with Robert Kraft and um Bill Belichick like at Gillette. Mm-hmm. And he was like getting ready to clear out his office, kind of. And they're just like, "Hey, right, yeah." Uh, <laughs> a, a, some reporter did say that Belichick promised to open up his world to him. Yeah, he's gonna let him like make more decisions on roster and salary. Cap. Teach him how he teach him his ways. Like, okay, this is fucking for sure. The last time I've ever rooted for the Patriots was that Super Bowl, which I was only doing because of Matt Tr- Patricia. But I did used to like the Patriots growing up, but this is fucking the dumbest thing ever, and there's a good reason why everyone hates the Patriots, and this tops them all. Imagine if you're a Colts fan right now. <laughs> Dude. You know, maybe they maybe they saved the Colts from getting McDaniels because if he's going to do this kind of shit, then yeah, and, what else is he going to do, you know? Yeah, and you don't even know about that Colts team, like... Right. Who knows about Andrew Luck, how he's going to be when Yeah, he the comes Colts back. are a mess. So, And, well, the thing is with McDaniels, he literally hired assistants that moved out there to oh, be on his staff. Damn, that's and, weird. Like, now they're just like, okay, I think I think the Colts are still have to honor their contracts if they get rid of them because they signed those guys. Whoa. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, this is fucking fucked up, man. <laughs> Robert Kraft doing this. Like, why didn't they do this? weeks ago i didn't if they knew mcdan because everyone knew mcdaniels was leaving yeah why wouldn't you have these conversations earlier they just don't give a fuck no 
No. The rivalry between the Colts and Patriots, I guess, is back on. Yeah, that's what McDaniel said, right? <laughs> I think No, I think that's what's with one of the Colts persons. Oh, people said, okay. Whoever okay. their GM is, I think. <laughs> but, oh, gosh. I'm sorry, Colts fans. Because the Colts, I wore my Colts shirt today because the Colts are always said my second favorite team. Yeah. I used to love Andrew Luck too. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. It's just he, like I say, he's got the greatest name for the greatest logo. Yeah, not that they have the greatest logo, but Luck in a horseshoe. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. That's like it's the, weird. It's definitely yeah. Uh, you shouldn't. How are you allowed like to if do you, that? If if Steph Curry's logo was like an Indian dude, it's like that'd be very good too. <laughs> God damn it. But how, like, did he sign a contract? Like, how are you allowed to just? He didn't. They had a verbal agreement, but he never put pen to paper. Okay, so it's kind of like when DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, told that's the, the closest thing I could think of. Told Dallas, he's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll sign with you." Then, then they, Doc Rivers then they locked, locked him, him in, in his house. It's actually, it's like exactly the same thing, <laughs> except for there weren't except there weren't people there weren't people, you know, players you're expected are kind of expected to be more. Yeah, like random in their decisions, and he doesn't isn't responsible for other people's lives. Yeah. Yeah, this is a way bigger deal. Right. <laughs> so, Damn. Fuck you, Josh McDaniels. Fuck you, Bill Belichick. Fuck you, Tom Brady. And fuck you, Robert Kraft. I'm sure all three of you had a big deal to do with it. And you guys are going to be even more hated now. How long do you think Belichick's going to stay in New England for? Uh, I don't know. As long as Brady does. So, ten more years. <laughs> McDaniels is just waiting around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you see Philadelphia in the city? Dude, all, all the stuff I mean, going like, there? yeah, that's a riot. That's not a celebration. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a, a drunken riot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> uh, it's pretty hilarious. So, dude, ate horse shit. Like people burning cars and shit. Like, yeah, like people are just falling off. Polls if people do that, first. if Detroit ever wins a sports championship soon and people do that, I'll be pissed. We better burn the city down. <laughs> like, I'll be so win. pissed, man. <laughs> be like, bro, no, I, lo- I used to love that spot, man. <laughs> well, the thing is, the, if the only way anything like that would happen is if the Lions won. Because all of our others, I mean, the Tigers haven't won in my lifetime, but they have won in the Yeah, 80s. I feel like a lot of people would just show up for parades. But right. if Lions I mean, the Red ever won a, win... sh- a shit ton of times, nothing gets burned. Yeah. I don't, maybe, I don't think so, but. Yeah, but if but the like Lions I, win, it, I the, the city. Yeah. I will probably go out and burn stuff. Like I'll probably flee to Canada for the night and just watch it from across the river. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. I wouldn't burn anything, but I would definitely be out it'd, it'd partying. Be, it would be nuts. Like it'd be so crazy. I would just be overwhelmed with joy be, because you know it'd be something. Even if we made the Super Bowl, I would be overwhelmed with joy, which I <coughs> think we're gonna do next year you can yeah. book it also also yeah uh, i was gonna say also to reference that boy jared he said all four detroit sports teams are gonna have championships by 2020 okay that's crazy um is it yes is it like is he including the red wings dude he said all four is he including the tigers yeah 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 <laughs> no, not even the i don't i would be shocked if any of the three besides the lions did in the Pistons, they have the best shot because if they add another superstar somehow, yeah, they could do it. But you need one more superstar. Yeah, and they have less than 24 hours to make a trade to just add another piece. But Right. Well, I mean, it's not going to be And Reggie's going to come back, even though I don't like the guy, but he's 
having Ish come off the bench will be tight. Just because Ish is good starting, yeah, so having right. him come off the bench is going to be... Ugh. Yeah, exactly. This um, team's going to be good. Uh, so, I didn't... I didn't get many opinions on this last week, Brian. You see that Alex Smith trade, and you hear what they're that the Redskins are. <laughs> Redskins might be a terrible. But Redskins are pretty shitty already um, since their name is the Redskins. But yes, so I heard about the Alex Smith trade, and I guess he was on the Will Kane show before it happened. And he just like, yeah, I don't really know anything. Like, there's no way you get traded and then sign. Like, he had to have known like all along that that was happening. Yeah, probably. And I heard something else that uh. Uh, is San Francisco talking about trading Garoppolo to get Kirk Cousins or something? What? Yeah, because... Why would they do that? Kirk Cousins sucks. I hate Kirk Cousins. <laughs> so, wait, why Why are the Redskins... Tell me why the Redskins are going to be bad. Oh, well, I guess they're, like, threatening to s- franchise tag Kirk Cousins again, even though they just traded what for Alex Smith. Fuck? Kirk Cousins doesn't... Free Kirk Cousins, man. <laughs> yeah, get him out of there. <laughs> free Meek Mill, free Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I don't. I, <laughs> I I just heard that in passing today on the radio, but that's Jesus bonkers Christ. to me. Why would you trade for Alex Smith? Why would you trade your best up and coming corner for Alex Smith? And then can they start two quarterbacks at once? I mean, you could. <laughs> that would be a revolutionary uh, lineup and probably stupid. <laughs> you'd have to start a quarterback that could also double as a running back or a receiver, but you just line them both up in like some kind of a. Double shotgun. Oy vey. That's just weird. Like, but a, like a two-second shotgun or something? Hey. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Some of these NFL teams are just whack. Uh, yeah, the Lions used to be one of them, but we are trending in the right direction, everybody. True. Get your hopes up, <laughs> as you do every season. But we got <laughs> Seriously. We got a rocket scientist this time. <laughs> Things will be different and consistent. Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, I don't know anything about the draft. Should we cover, like, talk about that real no, quick? Or? No, we got plenty of time to talk okay. about the draft. Yeah, because I didn't even. I know they're always talking about, like, mock drafts and shit, like, like yeah. the quarterbacks I mean, who are always going to go, and then it's like. All I know is. I feel like drafts sh- don't matter because it's always the fucking, like, six round pick who's always the best, like Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to draft like the Patriots, just make every pick count. That's why I like NBA drafts. It's straight two rounds, and you know, yeah, but that's that the same know thing. players are going to be good. You, I mean, this last draft has proved that you don't really. Well, at least it's, I guess it's kind of early, but. What do you mean? Like, what what happened to that Fultz guy? Did you just forget how to shoot? Oh, dude. Yeah, it's weird. His I think it's Number a one lot of mental. overall. Was, yeah. Uh, who was his first name? Markel Fultz from Washington. He, like, he fucked up his shoulder bad and now it's like a mental game i think to get him back to where he's at like, yeah and i mean he didn't he play like for a really pretty bad team that didn't washington make the tournament? Had a, washington had a really bad program they won like straight four games yeah like i, mean, I but, don't care if you only win four games and you're the number one draft yeah. pick you should not be the number like, one draft they pick. have they produce good players like marquise chris down in down in uh, phoenix he has the potential to be really good but phoenix is just such a clusterfuck of a team that he just gets lost. Is that but. that's not their first round pick, is it? He was a first round pick like oh, two, three years okay, ago. Okay, got you. But I was gonna say, wasn't that that Jackson guy go to Phoenix? Oh yeah, Josh Jackson. Yeah, yeah. he's he's on a hot streak right now. He's he's looking pretty good. You know, but, my, my brother Mitchell met him, but he really, did, but he didn't know he did. I think. Oh, uh, dude, Josh Jackson, I think can straight be like defensive player of the year in in his career at one point. Yeah, like he's he's gonna be really good. I mean, like. 
you know, Donovan Mitchell was drafted 14. Oh my God! I w- like imagine I, if the Pistons had it. I think Luke Kennard can. His ceiling is straight the next JJ Redick, and JJ Redick's right. a white guy who plays shooting guard. Went to yeah. Duke, <laughs> but yeah, he's he's a good shooter, good cutter. But yeah, I wish we had Donovan Mitchell because Donovan yeah. Mitchell's a like Chris Kelsey traded for him in my fantasy league to keep him because he knows like like. Yeah, all right. <laughs> like he's, right. he's sick. I love. I the love thing him. is, though, if I guess if we would have drafted Donovan Mitchell, we probably would not have traded for Blake Griffin. Oh yeah, that's totally true. Because our team would have been probably in the and dude, still. who and the knows? Pistons uh, win. They're yes. fifth in a row since trading for Blake Griffin. Yep. So let's talk about that, Brian. Also, yeah, I just want to say like, who knows what would have happened if we tr- drafted Donovan Mitchell? Because Stan Van doesn't really play his younger guys that much. But yeah. he's playing Luke Moore because he traded Avery and all that. And, dude, if you read into this trade, it's so good. We turned Ursan Ilyasova and Brandon Jennings' contracts into Blake Griffin because we traded for Tobias Harris with those two guys. and like, Along oh, with some draft picks. Yes, but we never really drafted well. So giving up this draft, we'll, and we'll make the playoffs, I think, so we're not going to have a great pick. I think we're technically tied for the eighth spot right now if we just won. Yes. Yeah, because we were half game back, so right. we're. Oh, we're in it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're in the playoffs, everybody. <laughs> but yeah, like we're not going to draft well if we were if we were giving up like the first overall pick and could get Luka Doncic from Real Madrid. I'd be like, yeah, dude, maybe that's not worth it. But Blake Griffin is. He's playing well. He's playing yeah, like he's no. He's and there was well. He, here's the thing. The Pistons have been playing. There's last four games that Blake Griffin has played have come against teams that are playing their second of a back-to-back road trip. Oh, and we have the twenty. We have the second easiest schedule in the league from this point oh, on. Cool, cool. That's Followed by the us. Warriors, who just lost three of the last four. That doesn't matter to me. Who they lose to? One was them. Was one of them was the Nuggets? I know. They the just Nuggets lost. Good? They just lost to OKC last night. Got blown out. Oh, really? Draymond Green got his third. Third ejection of the year, <laughs> his 13th technical. After 16th, you start getting suspended. Like, oh, that really? team is getting so, like, they can't control themselves, man. They're they're going to have trouble against Houston and OKC in the playoffs if they face them. Yeah, that should, hopefully, because, I mean, I mean I've, I'm a big Steph Curry fan, uh, but I hate the fact that Durant went there, so it makes me not want to root for or against them yeah i i i don't see that it's not going to be an oak it's not going to be a, a warriors um cleveland final again One you know of those cleveland's worrying me but i would still Cle- bet cleveland mo- i would still to- bet money that it's going to be the warriors cleveland needs to trade for deandre jordan like right now like lou willard just signed is, a three-year is- contract and they need defense now that kevin loves out like uh, you know what Cleveland needs to do? Cleveland, Cleveland needs to man up and trade away LeBron James because he's leaving. He's not waiving his no-trade clause, though. You don't think he would waive it? He said he's not. He, he might, but I doubt him, it. You mean you have to trade him to somewhere that's going to win? Yeah, but it, he would have to choose it. Like That's the thing. Like Blake didn't have a no-trade clause. When he came to Detroit, he's like, I'm glad I didn't sign one because I want to be with the team that wants me, and this team wants oh, me here. Yeah. So it, I would... I would love if we could like after four, whatever four or five years, Blake would be like thirty one, thirty two, and we could just re sign him. Just see how it is. Just have him retire here. 
Maybe throw oh, twenty three. <laughs> throw twenty three up in the rafters, right next to number zero. Yeah. Have Andre and well, Blake we already, for the we rest. We already put everybody up in the rafters, <laughs> dude. Why not, man? We're yeah, t- you were <laughs> you were saying that Blake is the best piston of all time. Uh, all right. <laughs> I was getting a little exaggerated, but Blake is straight the first superstar we've had on this team since Isaiah Thomas. That's true. And well, I was and gonna Allen Iverson, but Allen never played. <laughs> he didn't really play. But yeah, I like wanted to say like Chauncey or Big Ben or Rip or no, any I mean, of those guys, but he's better than all those guys. Right. I mean, honestly, like Andre Drummond might be better than all those guys. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, th- that's not to take away from that 4 team. That 4 team O-4 was amazing. But Whenever I talk about that team, I always talk about when my flag football team won a championship because we are all slow white kids. <laughs> and at the time, we all smoked cigarettes, literally every single one of us. <laughs> but we won a championship because we were all friends, and everyone else that was playing wasn't friends. We just had great chemistry. And that 4 yeah. team, I mean, they just had – brilliant chemistry yeah it was definitely because we traded for Rashid too yeah like Rashid was huge coming from that Portland team right yeah I think if they make one more move the Pistons right here like if they trade Stanley Johnson for Rodney Hood to Utah or try to get ah man I don't know like I would like Stanley's been playing well but I think if we could get rid of him for like a, a veteran guard or we need player. a guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Reggie Bullock's been playing well, too, but it's like, dude, in the playoffs, I don't want you starting. <laughs> like, I'd rather trust Rodney Hood. All right, so you don't think the Cavaliers would trade us LeBron James? Come on, let's have the big, the best front court in the league. <laughs> like, We'll give up dude, everybody. Dude, if there was some way that Dan Gilbert could convince him to do that... Uh-huh. I, I then like, sell the team by like some some one of the teams in Detroit. Like it's never gonna happen, but like just thinking about all these bandwagon ass fans that would hop on Detroit <laughs> makes me feel. Dude, that I love bandwagon much, fans. That much like more hype. Yeah. To be a Piston <laughs> fan. Yeah, it'd be great. I mean, I hope people jump on the Pistons bandwagon because of Blake himself. Oh, I, I think people already are. Like, right. I hope I'm going to that game Friday when they play the Clippers. Yeah, I'm going to. And there's going to be so many people down there. Hey, That's, know, that are, game's going to be on ESPN. How are the Clippers doing since the trade? Uh, they are above 500. They're like 27 and 25. Um, I haven't even. S- uh, let me pull. Up, let me pull up the. Toby the and Bradley doing okay over there, you know. Uh, and Boban, I know they're both starting. But, all four, um, all three of them. Uh, no, wait, Toby, no, Toby and Avery. Boban's not. No, Boban's oh, yeah, not. One of, the, one of Avery, the Pistons we got was just suspended, or one of the. Yeah, Willie Reed. I don't. And Willie Reed, like, he's good coming off the bench. I don't know what he like domestic violence or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't read into that, but that's not violence cool. against women continues. Everybody, not cool. Shocker. Really. Um. Hold on, I'm looking up the the clips. So yeah, Avery Bradley might get traded again from the Clippers. Is that allowed? Yes. Oh, okay, I was hearing that it might not be allowed. He can only be traded if it's by himself. He can't be traded with another person. Oh, okay, can be repackaged. Yes. So like the, I think Warriors are looking at him, but I think he's gonna go to Oklahoma. And Oklahoma just lost Andre Roberson, their best defender. Who plays a two guard? Oh, really? And Avery Bradley's one of the best perimeter defenders in the league, yeah, though yeah. he was offensively well, makes, playing like shit for us. 
And if OKC can land him, they'll... That makes that team a lot more scary. Yeah. Having one more superstar. Yeah, because... The... Well, not that Bradley's a superstar, but one more. Step um, lower. So... The... The Piss... Or the Clippers, their first game without Blake when they made the trade was against the Blazers. Then they had two games after that where the Pistons players, Tobias, Avery, and Bobine played in. And it was against the Bulls and the Mavs, and they won both. So... Okay. They're two and zero. We're five and zero since the gotta, trade. Gotta love those trades that are mutually beneficial. Yeah, and because it definitely was. If you think about it for both ways, like the yeah. Pistons, uh, you know, we got a superstar. Uh, that's, we that's pair with Andre Drumming, Drummond, and we don't because we aren't going to get any free agents here because we're Detroit. No. Clippers, they got our draft pick. They got the players that can stay exciting for a little bit because. Uh, Bradley and Tobias are really good. Yeah, I think they'll keep uh, Tobias around. I'm I'm sure they'll trade Bradley. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if they don't, he's an unrestricted free agent, so he'll be gone. Yeah. But well, he could resign because it is L.A. That's true. And I think if they trade DeAndre Jordan to the Cleveland Cavaliers, they're probably mm. going to get that Nets pick, and that means Clippers. I think have two or three. First round picks. Oh my god! Year. If I am Cleveland, do not trade for DeAndre Jordan. And and I say Clippers Cleveland believe they can they can land LeBron James in free agency. Clippers believe that. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Neither do honestly, I. Honestly, I don't. I don't think. I don't know where. I don't know what to think about where what's going to happen with LeBron. Neither do I. Because I honestly <laughs> don't believe he's going to go out west because. He's not going to win out there. If he does, it's going to be Houston. If they can afford him. I, God dang it, I really feel like if he goes out west, he's going to go to the Warriors. They have to give up like their whole entire team to, to afford him. As long as they can. Take, <laughs> I mean, like, there would be no Clay Thompson. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, they, they're, uh, I think. They, and then they're bent, but they would still have LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. Draymond Green starting. Clay Thompson's they're not going to keep him anyway after his conference up yeah. after next year. He's not going to the Warriors. That's it. Can you? I can't. <laughs> I cannot see him going to the Rockets. I just don't see it. I I can just because he wants to play with CP, Melo, and well, Melo's not there, but he wants to play with like a team with all his friends, but. Yeah, I don't. I I really don't know. I could see him going fucking anywhere. I could see him going to New York just to like mentor Porzingis and heal him with his torn ACL. Oh yeah, and just because New York's happened, a big city. That just happened today. Uh, yesterday, Porzingis, man, down. That's like first at Porzingis, the young. Uh, where's he from? Latvia. Latvia. Latvian. Yeah, and he next. was on Team LeBron for the All Star game. That's four guys who are all hurt yeah. from Team LeBron. Boogie Cousins, take, John Wall, take Blake. Kevin come on. Wall. Blake for he he has all star numbers. Get him in there for East All Star. Yeah, get Blake and DeAndre out there. Let's see what they can Dude, do against real players. That'd be so sick. <laughs> um, it's the, Detroit's like, the new Lob City. Don't you think like if you're gonna go to a team in the East, where do you go? Let's say he has to pick a team in the East that's not Cleveland. Where does Philadelphia? He go? Okay, play with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. I would not pick there, but why not? I don't know. I don't trust Embiid to stay healthy. He he just played his first back to back ever in his career this year. Dude, he's 
he he could be the best player in the league. Like I don't by trust next I don't year. trust Ben Simmons. I feel like I've only seen his oh, face my. once because he's never looking at the camera. Ben Simmons is there. He's like the new Magic and uh, Embiid's right, like the well, new let me ask Hakeem. You this. Let me ask you this. So if you're LeBron James, you think you have a better chance at winning in Philadelphia than you do in Detroit? So you're telling me you think Philadelphia's a better team than Detroit? Even no, no. I, I, would say, I would say he'd go to Philly just because he'd be playing with those younger guys. Mm-hmm. You think where, he wants to play with young guys? Yes. Why doesn't he get any young guys? Why did he make his team trade for Andrew Wiggins away for Kevin Love? Because Andrew Wiggins was a rookie. I wish like, Cleveland the, would These not guys, like, trade. Embiid can play. Like, they didn't – like, Wiggins is still – like, they're questioning him. They're like, he's good, but he's been inconsistent this year. Right. So – How are the those those good old Timberwolves doing? They're uh, playing – they the the, They're playing Cleveland right now on ESPN. And, um, oh, shit. I, I that remote. Is it anywhere by you? Yes. I like uh, – I'll get it. First press last. Oh. I like that uh, – that – that 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 freaking Minnesota team though. I like Tom Thibodeau and they're finally I think they're it says they're down, but they were finally playing good defense this year. Yeah, they uh they and were really, supposed to be exciting cuz they have oh, They're not down six, by much. It's yeah. 6 well, I mean, you guys don't care. You're not you're going to know this <laughs> after. But uh uh but yeah, they got Carl Anthony Towns, right? I, and they got Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I like both those guys. I like Taj Gibson too. He just fucking he's a workhorse. Yeah, and if Andrew Wiggins can, you know, he's young. It takes a while for the NBA. Yeah, and he's Canadian, so yeah. <laughs> he he's a bit too nice out there. He probably does really well in Toronto. <laughs> That's another team who's they're like the second or first best team in the East right now, and it's like I want to be excited about them, but they do nothing in the playoffs ever. I mean, if the Cavaliers, I, I mean, I, I still would put money on the Cavaliers figuring it out. Yeah, they will. They need to make a trade, I think. Like, there's just, no way they're going to get there with Tristan Thompson and J.R. Smith. But either way, they're not. Trade even the if, net, even if the even they can't trade that pick. I, I there's know, no way because I would trade of that LeBron. Pick. That's the thing. Yeah. That's what fucking sucks, man. Like, God, it's, I would, like it's like you either balls up and say, fuck it, we're just going to win it. Mm-hmm. Win this year and rebuild. Like You can't. There's nothing they could do to win this year. They still have their first round pick, though. Yeah, but, which will be the last pick of the draft, but it's like, dude, yeah, you you'll rebuild for five years down the road. I say fuck it. I would trade everybody away and just keep LeBron. And but what it's up to him where he can resign. I mean, don't. No, I'm saying keep LeBron and trade everyone else that you have that you can get value for. Like trade Isaiah if you still get a first round pick out of him. They were talking about Isaiah. Trade Kevin Love if you can still get a first round pick out of him. They were talking about Isaiah for Isaiah, Jr. and Tristan for Kemba and Nick Batoon in, in uh, Charlotte, which I think it would be really good because Nick Batoon's contract is huge and it scares people. But uh-huh. if you can get Kemba for, for Isaiah, that's insane because Isaiah is a horrible defender. Honestly, what I would truly do is ask LeBron, is there anywhere you would go if he says a name, I would trade him to that team for their first round pick. You know you're not going to the, the, the finals then if you trade LeBron. I don't care. <laughs> you're not going you're not gonna win the finals against, you don't against know the Warriors, that. I can Oklahoma never say City, that. I can or the Rockets. We're that. we are out of time. We gotta move on. Damn it. Beer number two entertainment. All right. That was that was that's that, some intense sports talk there. That was that got what Maybe we we'll talking? go to overtime. What are we talking about here? Let's talk about some movies. Ah, yes. Okay. Now, before we start talking about some movies, 
I want to ask you about some of the trailers we saw during the Super Bowl. Yeah. So there's one in particular that I want to ask about because you oh. explained it to me and I still don't understand it. Let's hear it. Cloverfield. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because I watched that. It just sounds like they could have named it anything. Like it doesn't. From what you said, it sounds like it has nothing to do with Cloverfield, and it could have just been like, yeah, name it whatever you want. <laughs> it's, it's called it's called the Cloverfield Paradox. Paradox. Um, the Netflix dropped the trailer during the Super Bowl and released it the next day on Netflix. Oh, the movie's out. Yeah. Okay. Um. It's the third series, third third movie in the Cloverfield series, which was Cloverfield and then 10, ten Cloverfield, Cloverfield ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Um, I watched it on Netflix. Is it good? There's a reason why there was no hype for it, and the trailer was released masterfully, which the trailer shows a lot of shots of the older movies and not much of that movie, because the movie was god awful. <laughs> Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it's the worst movie ever made, but I would say it lacks originality. It's just, it's uninspiring. The story is full of, full of plot holes and it, I guess it ties together what the other movies, what happened to other movies, but not in a satisfying way. Like what's, I was thinking about that today when I saw a 50 shades of gray trailer Uh because I saw, um, the shape of water with my mother and that was the only trailer that played and i didn't like think like ah oh, there's a 50 shades of gray trailer and it's like playing while i'm with my mom like yeah. i just kept thinking like dude i wish this trailer would end because this movie looks so god awful <laughs> but like how are people proud to be a well, part of that work? I and i i love dakota johnson i think she's gorgeous i think uh <laughs> so I, what i can relate that to is like the the twilight movies mm-hmm you know, I saw like almost all of them just because of the trailers. The trailers look so cool to me and there was so much hype. And then every time I saw one, I was like, this sucks. <laughs> and then eventually it's the last one. I'm like, what am I doing here? <laughs> the last one was so bad. But uh, this movie, so it has, you, we, we saw the movie, we talked about it on the podcast. We saw the movie Life together oh, with Ryan Reynolds. God, yeah. Imagine that movie, but it's this movie. And, yeah, I'm and, definitely not gonna watch it. <laughs> and fucking, and and it's not I did not like life. It's not like there's not like an alien thing trying to kill everybody, but like literally the same, the same like dramatic thematic beats happen during the movie, like exactly like you you should watch it just to just to see how <laughs> just close. to see how pissed off I'll get. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, and there's some things that happen that just don't make sense at all, and I never get explained. And there's like this other half of the storyline that does not need to be there. And it's just there to kind of tie in the other movies for, for no reason. Cause it has nothing to do with the actual story. The only cool things about it is it's like, you know, I dig sci-fi and it's got like some cool sci-fi things that happen, but also some really dumb sci-fi things that happen. <laughs> like it deals with multiple dimensions. Yeah. But that's cool. Not in a good way. Oh, that's disappointing. So, you know, but the thing is, everyone's saying, like, this movie sucks, but Netflix did a great job in finding a way to make this, make money off this movie, essentially. Because it's tied to this franchise. Yeah. And if it was in theaters, 
My God, would it bomb? Yeah, nobody would fucking <laughs> see it. Like that, you know that movie Bright they dropped? Mm-hmm. Dude, I got like 10. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. No, nah, I got like 10 minutes in because it was like the dude who created Training Day. And I was like, yeah, that dude. And then I thought, that's the dude that did Suicide Squad too. Oh. Yeah. And it looked like Training Day meets Lord of the Rings. And I'm watching it. I'm like, okay. So basically there's all this racial tension with police and all that. Like the orcs are pretty much like black people and it's elves or like jewish people right and then i got to the scene like i'm watching it pretty late so i'm tired i got to the scene where this guy's like freaking out like making a scene in public and they're trying to calm him down and they can't and then will smith's just like hey calm down he's just like all right <laughs> and everything's calm then he's speaking orcish i'm just like this is just fucking weird like <laughs> i think they already are, are signed on to make a sequel to that yeah for sure it's like it's will smith so people are gonna watch it like right That's and there's nothing Netflix wrong with is. that like will smith's dope but for me i was just like yeah like there's a reason these movies aren't going yeah. to theaters some of them like there's some really good original netflix movies like beast of no nation like or the uh, that movie should have been nominated I, for Oscars. I don't feel at home in this place anymore. That movie's great too. Yeah, yeah, I love that one. Usually, one showed me that. Yeah. Um, but speaking of yeah, Oscars. Netflix is like, <laughs> Netflix is like trying. I feel like they're trying to just oversaturate their content. Yeah, so they're because you know, like Disney's pulling everything from Netflix, yep. and you know, eventually everything's going to be pulled from Netflix. Everything's going to start their own streaming stuff. Yeah. So they are ahead of the curve by. Making all their own original stuff. Yeah, they said they're gonna release like a hundred original, like hundred original movies or something. This which year. is which is great because yeah, you know the world sure. releases more than that in movies, and most of them suck. Yeah, so, for sure. You know you're gonna get some shitty Netflix movies, like some just, shitty Netflix yeah. shows. Netflix is great. I just started watching Halt and Catch Fire on Netflix. And oh, that's you know that's, that's not by Netflix. You know that right? No, but it's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, if it wasn't for Netflix, I wouldn't be watching. Right, that show. got you. Got you. <laughs> like Netflix is is great. I used to I used to watch like the first I watched the first couple episodes when it first came out, but I didn't yeah. get into it. But I heard the first season's okay, but then after that, it's like one of the best shows. Yeah, and I love Mackenzie Davis, and yeah, she's gorgeous. Lee Pace is cool, so it's it's all about the tech companies, which yeah, is like yeah. I'm in the Sil- like the Silicon Valley show, which is cool. Like mm-hmm. Social Networks, great movie. So I'm like trying to get into it. Sure God, I wish I feel like Silicon Valley. I want to get into, but Dude, it's, it's been so... ruined for me because of those fucking Verizon commercials. I oh, I, I love fucking hate those commercials. Dude, I fucking love the guy. I follow that guy on Instagram, and That's he Paul has F. Tom. Is that, that his name, or am I thinking of someone else? Thomas Middleditch. Thomas Middleditch. Yeah, well, he I'm, has I'm, the funniest fucking Instagram ever. Like he just posts these random videos of uh like hit the the filters on Instagram. <laughs> and he just makes up characters, and it's so funny. You ever listen to the podcast Comedy Bang Bang? Oh no, but I I know like Kid Cudi or and Reggie Watt like used to be on that show. Yeah, they like, used they to be have on IFC. They have different people on all the time, and uh, Tom Thomas Middleditch was on it, and he was pretty funny. Yeah, but uh, he's, he's a good guy. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we, the main point of this is the Oscars are coming up. Brian, uh, when are when are the Oscars or March, the Academy Awards? I March should say. Uh, March ninth, hosted by I think uh, the boy Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, so we got a while. I thought they were like next week or something. Nah, I wish they should be, but like. I mean, I don't really care. I think the Oscars have kind of died down in popularity. Yeah, there's like, I think a lot of the movies that got nominated, it's like, dude, there are some good movies out there. There's some movies that I haven't seen. So here's here's the best pictures. Call Me By Your Name, Dun- uh, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, 
Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, and Three Blue Boards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yep, and this is the second year since I did the nine movies, right? Yeah. The ones I've seen are Three Billboards, Shape of Water, Phantom Thread, Get Out, Dunkirk. That's it. I've only seen Get Out, Dunkirk, and Three Billboards. <sighs> but we, we, so we both like Get Out. Do you yeah. Think, do you think that's the favorite? Get Out is my... Uh, it's top five best movies I've seen last year. It's, well... Uh... And I saw that. That came out in like March too. Yeah, um, our, so that I'm, was a good movie. I I'm, I haven't even thought of what best movies I've seen last year. Mine's Phantom Thread. That's the greatest movie we were, I've ever me, seen. We 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 tried to go see that, but it's yeah. it's out of theaters close it, to it, us. It, like, let me just say that movie should be nominated for best original screenplay because Paul Thomas Anderson came up with the idea just by writing down man meets woman, and then he his wife Maya Rudolph from SNL. Uh, took care of him while he was sick and that's like a big point in the movie and he said he looked at her with such love and tenderness that he hasn't felt in years and uh-huh. came up with the idea and huh. it's like dude and it's all about <laughs> daniel day lewis making dresses in the 1950s and he always stays in character and he should win the award for best best actor and he said he was like so like broken emotionally at the end that he had to retire from acting because he, he was like dude i'm gonna I'm gonna die, like, yeah. because that movie took so much out of him. And it's like, damn, dude, he was like, he was so ob- obsessive, right? In the movie, I mean, I it's... think Daniel Day Lewis is one of the only people that can pull off method acting anymore because it's starting to get a really negative stigma around it. Yeah, because of people like Jared Leto, fucking sending people knives and shit. And... Yeah, that like that shit's like, in like, well, obviously Heath Ledger. Yeah. Like, sleeping for two hours a day for a month and, you know, dying. Right. But yeah, Jared Leto, like, even for Blade Runner 2049, which is my second favorite movie of last year, which should be nominated. The only reason that's not I've nominated... I've not seen that one either, man. I, I, like, I always say, like, movies have lost, lost on me, because I'm all about <laughs> the TV shows now. But. Well, yeah, if you got Fire Stick, you can just, you know, download it you on mean, the Fire Stick. You mean... Or, the... or rent it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so... But... Like, so the only reason, real quick, that's not nominated for Best Picture is because it's a sequel, and Blade Runner, the original one, which is great, wasn't nominated for anything at the time. Oh. Like, Blade Runner 2049 is nominated for, like, Best Cinematography. Yeah, the uh, Academy Awards do tend to be pretty political. Yeah. So it's, it's a gorgeous movie, and it's by Dennis Villanueva, whatever his name is, who, like, mm. did Arrival and Prisoners, and he yeah. did a lot of good films. He's doing yeah. Dune, which would be great. Honestly, I mean, I don't, I don't, this, this is not like a super good opinion, but like one of my favorite movies that I saw last year was Logan. Have you seen oh, Logan? Oh, dude, that's, an, yeah, it's like, uh, nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. Like, that yeah, was that really good. it was fucking great and sad and, you Yeah, know. it was pretty intense. Like, I mean, I'm not Maybe not Academy, a, not an Academy Award worthy, but. But like adapted writing I can get. Like, yeah. that was really good writing. I'm not into superhero movies anymore, but that was good. Yeah, I mean. I hate every, almost every single one I watch, <laughs> so, yeah. and I've kind of stopped. Like Logan was the last one I watched that I liked, but like, I'll probably see Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah. But, I mean, every movie's a fucking superhero movie. I've not. Did you see, did you see the Justice League? No, me neither. And I didn't even know it was out. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but um, yeah, like oh, so what, 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 what were we just talking about? Uh oh, oh, Jared Leto. Oh, because he's because he's in a he's in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and his character's blind in it, and he creates 
uh, androids, and he's like, yeah, I wore these contacts that made me blind. It's like, dude, just yeah, just fucking pretend to be blind. Why don't you just do your job and act? You don't have to like, like method acting. It's like I feel like it's almost people are taken to a point where it's dangerous. Yeah, like no, I can I like, get especially it. probably towards like women on set. I'm sure like oh, char- f- like dude. fucking a lot of male characters that are dramatic and abusive towards women like that's not cool that you met the deck like yeah that. no not like daniel day lewis is great like the whole the whole thing with that is he like just stays in character and right. like so like the but the, he also only takes roles that are i don't i mean i i'm assuming because i actually i don't know if i've seen a movie and that he's been in really but i know he's been in lincoln there will be blood gangs new york oh shit so I, he I'm he's in intense movies no but like he like in this one the girl he's in love with should have been nominated for an Oscar instead of Meryl Streep just because Meryl Streep's like nominated for every year. Right. Some people are obsessed with it. But like the whole. She probably shouldn't be. Yeah. The whole thing, like her and Daniel Day Lewis, they're like kind of manipulating each other the entire time. And like he's just like, yeah, on set. Like he's always, he's probably just like, yeah, call me Reynolds because I am Reynolds Woodcock. And that's right. his name in the movie. Mm-hmm. And he came up with that name, Reynolds Woodcock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's a straight comedy, bro. It's hilarious. It's but a like, comedy? It's it's fucking hilarious. Like you'll laugh during it, but it's Oh really? It's very dramatic and it's very like it's Ah, I beautiful. wanna see it. It's you'll love it. It wasn't in theaters. Yeah. But like but yeah, like to the point where he's a method actor, like in interviews, the girl who played his love interest, I can't remember her name and I'm sorry, but she like would refer to him as Reynolds. Because she always would call him that on set. Oh, okay. He would just be like, yeah, if you could, you know, just call me Reynolds because that's who I am. I'm not Daniel Day-Lewis. Right. My, and I think that's, like, he'll, he won't break character. He'll just, like, tell Do you think he'll win? Who, I got, let me pull up who's nominated. He should, like, I'm very biased because that's, I Well, that movie obviously resonated with you, so. I didn't go in expecting to love the movie as much as I did. Yeah. Like, all I knew was it took place in 1950s and he made dresses. That's all right. I knew. I didn't and know. I was blown away with how good it was. When did that movie even come out? Dude, it came out in like not many theaters before Christmas. Oh, okay. So Yeah. It was a very it got a budget of like 34 million and it grossed like 11 million. It got a 34 million budget? That's yeah, it. Yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson doesn't get a lot of money and he doesn't make a lot of money, but he's always going to make movies that are really fucking good. He's 34 never million, Just so you guys ever know, 34 million is like nothing. For yeah. a movie, he doesn't. He that would probably almost be considered a no budget movie. Yeah, no, he, not really, but like it's he close. doesn't get money. Um, so Timothy Chalamet from Call Me by Your Name. Uh, I haven't seen I've, it. I've never. I haven't seen it, but he was just in Hostels, which I saw the other day. Which was, what'd you think? It's good. Glorifying uh, <laughs> the, the Afghan war. No, it's it's about Native Americans and like. Oh, what am I thinking of then? I don't know. Am I thinking of Twelve Strong or something? Maybe. Yeah. Yes. The one where they like ride around on horses yes. and like sh- yeah. shoot Iraqis. So this is about like Christian Bale being racist towards Native Americans, but he has to take one to Montana, or he has to take a whole family to Montana because they were prisoners for seven years and the chief is dying, and he's just like, I have a whole list of why I hate them, but you never know why. It's all like I'm just doing my job and Roseman Pike is the other main character and she's like going along because she lost her family it's all just about their character development through the entire movie right she loses her family and he's learning to like respect the native americans 
So it's good. Timothy Chalamet was in the movie for a minute and he was fine yeah. in it. But yeah, I'd never seen Call Me By Your Name. Um, other nominations are uh, Daniel Day-Lewis for Phantom Thread, Daniel Kaluuya for Get Out, Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour, and Denzel Washington for Roman J. Israel Esquire. Um, oh, wow. I mean, I couldn't even tell you who the favorite would be. I guess Gary Oldman because he's won all the awards leading up to it. Yeah. But like, and he plays Winston Churchill in that movie, right? Yeah. Everybody's like, yeah, he looks just like him. Well, that's props to makeup then. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like I, I've been reading like Gary Oldman has a lot of like shit against him. Like Me Too stuff. Yeah. Oh fuck! Everyone does. That's that's what I hear. But not that it's an excuse, but like I don't know. It's but just um, get, I'm getting really fucking sick of people that I like. I think I honestly doing terrible shit to women. I think that's the only only reason Denzel Washington's nominated because I think James Franco before oh that for, shit came out he would have been nominated because he got nominated for that Golden for Globe disaster too. artist. Yeah, I think that's and that's no discredit to to Denzel. I'm sure I not, I didn't see that movie, right, but right. I love Denzel. Um. Well, um, let's talk about the movies we have seen then. Yeah. Because we've seen three in common. Yes. Which was Get Out. So let's start with that because we were just, that was the first one we both saw. Ah, dude. I, I really love that movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would I would rank it number two out of the three that I saw. Um, um, What are the other ones? Dunkirk and... Three Billboards. Three yeah, Billboards. I would name it, I would name it number one. I think that this, you know, I was saying earlier, like in a few podcasts ago three. that i don't think this one had a chance to win but it i think it actually does have a chance to win i think it's impressive because it only got what a, but a budget of like 20 million or something right. or less than that and it grossed like a hundred fucking 20 million mm-hmm. and jordan peele like that movie the fact that it was nominated for golden globe best comedy is kind of insulting right but the thing with that is like the producers decide what it what it goes to to give it the best chance to win yeah i get and, that like you know there the was producers there were Stuart for doing that but you yeah. know they're they're not the ones you know you can't don't blame the golden globes for that okay yeah um but the uh who is the uh the girl who played the, uh, the i'm not i'm not sure dude, of, she of she could have been nominated yeah she was really good in it um yeah, I li- I liked the movie. It was I saw it with my mom. Uh, we missed the first like five five ten minutes, so was a little confused for a second. Did you know? Did, have you seen it since? Or you seen no? It? I still oh. have not seen the first. Damn. Yeah. Well, the ten dude, ten to fifteen minutes. What do you know? What happens? Or like? Yeah. I okay. mean, I know that they were. So I know that I missed. They were driving to the parents' house. And they got pulled over by a cop. Yeah. And well, you you know, like the brother like kidnapped the one guy in the beginning. Oh no! Didn't know that. The guy who like goes to give the fist bump, or who like uh, Daniel Kaluuya goes to give the fist bump to, at the party. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. So that guy's like walking down the street, and the brother, like comes in 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 like a helmet and just like chokes him out and kidnaps him. Oh, but you, do you see who the brother is? No. Okay. Not okay. at that point. Got you. But yeah, that was that was a tight movie. Right. It. Yeah, it was. There were some scary parts, like when that. When uh, the, I guess the grandpa, in the groundskeeper's body, <laughs> he, he's running, to comes him. running straight down. That was <laughs> fucking scary. Yeah, dude, it's. 
Yeah, the only thing the only thing about that that I didn't like was like that whole hypnotism sunken place stuff, and you know actually like the I mean the sci-fi elements of it. I kind of I kind of dig I I like the I, I don't know, know. Was, I, I don't really like in... sci-fi stuff but I, I like I found it hard to buy that you could put another person's like half of a brain into I, another person. I don't know I like when films kind of throw in that fantasy sci-fi element while it's still in the real world and they make it work well which i thought it mm. worked well like I, like that's why i like twin peaks so much it's like it has that weird twist but it still takes place in a in a world that could be real still have not uh watched twin peaks but that's okay <laughs> let's get to uh oh, yeah yeah what's your second favorite that was get get out oh that was your second favorite yeah. out of those three okay um what was what was uh what was your favorite? <laughs> My favorite was Three Billboards, okay. which I know you didn't like. Well, so before we talk about that, so let's make that the last one. Yes. So we're both, that's the one we're most different on, I think. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, and I don't know. I where... should say that just because one's my third favorite to first favorite, it's not a hit on the movie. Right. It's just, they're all the things, good. I, I tend to like, uh, I'm obsessed with character development. It's like my favorite you thing. You might like Hostels then. I, I mean, I probably would. It's beautifully done too. Um, but Dunkirk was my third favorite. Okay. And main reason, I mean, it was beautiful. It was that fucking m- great to watch. Like just exciting. I, I wasn't. I was tense. Yeah, I saw that with my mom in the yeah. theaters. I was really tense. During just it. like, but there was not really any characters in it. No. Yeah. You, their only character name you got was George, uh-huh. and that was the kid who died. Who's fucking great in the killing of a sacred deer. That kid uh, is... I almost puked during that movie. That movie's so you know, intense. But well, um, Dunkirk, I mean, those plane scenes were so cool. Dude, and Tom like, Hardy... I couldn't imagine like flying a plane. It made me, it, honestly, it made me less afraid to fly because I'm pretty afraid, afraid to fly. Yeah. Like, I was, can just fucking do that. I was kind of confused watching Dunkirk when like the whole time thing I didn't get at first, but then I was like, okay, so like... Oh, because it would like kind of go back and forth yeah. in time. So I didn't really understand at first, but then I kind of like, okay, I get it now, mm-hmm. I guess. But I, <sighs> it honestly seemed like that should just be on the History Channel with like I was someone narrating it. I was honestly surprised when that got nominated for as much as it did because I forgot about that movie. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like that came out. I know. In I remember. I remember seeing like uh, tweets of yours that you really liked it when it came out. I thought it. Yeah, I thought it was really well done. But then I was like. There's so much that like I fucking yeah. forgot. Yeah, and I it's mean, Christopher Nolan, so you gotta expect it, you know. Right. I mean, he doesn't make a movie that doesn't look amazing. But, right. Uh, just lack of character. But lack I of think that's just like that's like my that's, thing. That's what they were going for for yeah, sure. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is yeah, you get n- every character doesn't have a name. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like and or, especially the German. Like no, you don't see a single uh, German. Like, uh, you don't see a single Nazi in the movie. Uh-huh. You just see, like, their planes. So that's, like, you're definitely focusing on these British and, I guess, French are in there, too. Yeah, yeah. My favorite part of that was, uh, so, you know, that on the boat when the, that one little boy dies? George? Is that George? Is that the one who, like, couldn't see and all that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Favorite part was when that one guy that pushed him down and killed him. Oh yeah, Cleaner Murphy. When he came up and he's like, "Is the boy okay?" And the guy that was pissed at him just looks and it's like, "Yeah, he'll be fine." That's like that's the that's the 
only character development I thought in the show yeah. or the movie, but it, that was huge. Yeah. That was huge. It's like, okay, you realize what these guys, this guy's going through and you're not going to put him through more even though you're pissed at him. Yeah. Like, I love that. But. Yeah, that dude, like, he was freaking the fuck out, man. He's like, he doesn't want to go back, but right. that's what's crazy because it's a true story and, like, yeah, they're all going that way to just, but let's get the three billboards real quick. Okay, three billboards outside Ebbing's, Missouri. Um, movie about racist police, racist and police not but, doing their jobs because they because of. <laughs> I guess I should be fair. Me and my mom saw this, and we missed the first ten minutes of this one. Jesus Christ! Did, did anything happen besides the billboards going up? Uh, fuck! Not that I remember. I watched it on the Fire Stick illegally, so I don't know. But um, <sighs> disc, disc, Brian. It's all right. Um. Yeah, I mean, this is the dude who did In Bruges and Seven Psychopaths. In Bruges is a great movie. This movie, I was just like, man, everybody's expecting this to win Best, best Picture. Like, this one, Best Picture at the Golden Globes? Yeah. Um, I was just scratching my head at that. I didn't. A lot I of just, the podcasts I listen to have been shitting on it, so I don't, I don't understand why, though. I, I mean, it was just predictable that Sam Rockwell, spoiler alerts, people. <laughs> yeah. That Sam Rockwell would, like, after he got caught in the fire, it's like, yeah, he's going to come back and do something right. good. But I feel like a lot of the movies I saw this year have endings that make you make up your own ending. Like, what's going to happen yeah. when they drive all that way? No, I mean, I like to think of it like, because I thought that ending was garbage. But I think it should have just been that guy. Because he was literally talking about the exact same thing. That yeah, happened. that was weird. I didn't really get that. It should have just it should have just been that guy as the yeah. as, as the ending and it should have just been done and it could have done without the last like 10 minutes. Yeah. No, I agree, but that's the thing. That's what it's like but, a lot of thing a lot of movies just have that same ending where it's like you make up your own ending. I think I just liked uh that girl's acting so much and Frances Mc uh Donald she's got to be like the favorite to win for she best. Is, she's okay. won everything up to this. She's always in the. She's married to one of the Coen brothers. She's great. Oh, okay. I love her. Yeah, she was great in it, and you know, I lo- just loved that. She, I just Maybe loved that whole. They were such a deep character arc with that because of how much guilt you find out she felt for yeah. her daughter. And Dude, that that scene too was pretty intense. Where you find out why the daughter left, and yeah. she's like, "I hope I get raped or something." And right, and then it's then they put up the billboards, and it's like raped while dying. And the in the uh, the son's like, "Yeah, it's not that I have to think about that, right? But I have to see these fucking billboards. It's not bad enough that she got raped, then died. It's raped while dying. Yeah, it's like, like, that was a they're, fucked. They're they're both going through like these." the same thing but in different ways yeah their responses to it are conflicting with each other's yeah it's, and it's causing tension in the household and in the whole entire fucking community yeah it's crazy and i don't know i really like that movie it was just yeah it was weird how the cops kept beating up that one guy who had the billboards who like owns the billboards yeah yeah it was like it was, wasn't he just, was he gay I don't. I don't know. I didn't catch that. Okay, I thought he was gay, and I, maybe and I, I thought. I honestly, I thought that's what I missed. Maybe I so don't know. Maybe I didn't miss that, and I was just assuming this guy was gay, and that's why they kind of were like. Biased yeah, and they kept something. talking about how he like is this racist cop who beats up black people, and he like. And there's like no black people in the movie. Ex- yeah, <laughs> it's like, that's what? probably why it's a little problematic because it's like about all these things, and yeah. then it's still neglecting all these things. Yeah, but so but still, I mean, if so, you think about the movie just as a. As this movie, 
So I, I love Woody Harrelson too. Oh yeah, and he got nominated for best supporting actor too. Good, but like he was only in it for a little bit, so I was a little right. bit like. But Sam Rockwell, they're saying is gonna win. I didn't which, realize that was Sam Rockwell, which so I'm a little upset about because I don't, I don't. For hold best on, supporting actor, leading actress Sally Hawkins for Shape of Water, Frances McDormand, Margot Robbie, and I Tanya. That movie, only reason it's not nominated for Best Picture is because it's pretty much Wolf of Wall Street with figure skating. Like, done the same way. It's uh, Really? It's done like the same with the cutaways? Yep. They do Ugh. interviews. F- but it's great. But uh, the dialogue is the so choppy. Is, I fucking hate it with Wolf of Wall Street. You won't like I, Tanya then? Like, I didn't even know what I, Tanya was about going in. I thought it was so crazy. But mm. I liked it because I like Wolf of Wall Street. That's the only reason it got nominated. Oh, okay. Margot Robbie's great. Uh... Yeah, Francis Dorner won. Sam Rockwell, what's he? Who's he nominated with? Man, I just remember him from Moon. And I, if you haven't seen the movie Moon, oh, I've been wanting to watch movie. Moon forever. It's fucking great. Do you know anything about it? He's like staying on the moon. He has to go home now or something. Oh, dude, you gotta watch it. Is it on you Netflix? Will, I don't know, but you uh, should. You should pay. You have a fucking illegal fire stick. That's just true. <laughs> fucking watch it. <laughs> okay. Chris Chris Rock or Sam Rockwell is nominated with Will Defoe for Florida Project, what I hear which I hear is great. Woody Harrelson for Three Billboards, Richard Jenkins in Shape of Water. He's good, but Michael Shannon should be nominated instead of him because Michael Shannon is so good in it. And Christopher Plummer for All the Money in the World, which he worked on that movie for two weeks. Okay. Um, I don't know. I I don't know. We can talk more about Oscars later like we're about to run out of time we are about oh this is the benefit from having the computer this way you can see how much time's left yeah but um (laughs) damn i love talking about oscars fear number three college the president grabbed me all right guys we're on to our third beer we're on to our third subject which is politics let's get it which you know what (sighs) we've been talking about Goddamn Donald Trump for a year. You want to just ignore him this week? I yeah, I mean. <laughs> Let's just we, keep our conversation going. Let's talk about whatever we want as a year celebration yeah, dude. to the Fuck both of Donald us. Donald Trump. We're giving Fuck him, you Donald Trump. We're giving you too much attention, you piece of shit. Um all right, well, let's just let's just take like 5 5 minutes and cover what what's happening. Yeah. Um so Donald Trump is a uh, says he's going to put or charge everyone with treason for not clapping at his speech. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's close to a literal quote. <laughs> no, yeah, he was upset that people that the Democrats weren't really clapping for him. He's like, "Isn't that treasonous? Why 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 can't we call that treason?" Yeah, you know what's fucking treasonous, dude? Um obstructing justice and like trying to fire everybody related to your investigation. Like yeah. I mean, like if this guy's innocent, why would he be doing this stuff? Like he is clearly guilty of some bad shit, and I don't even think I think it's shit that not even gonna get him impeached, but get him like in jail or something because he's acting like such a scaredy cat about it, you know? Yeah, I, releasing that stupid memo. What What can you get for obstructing justice? Like um, just just probably up, jail time. Yeah, like <laughs> I feel like you're obstructing justice, bro. God damn. All right. Well, <laughs> let's talk about more movies. Let's do it. Fuck it. Fuck Donald Trump, man. That's we're take, we're taking a break on the Split Six podcast. We're also releasing two episodes today, so you yeah. can listen to podcasts or politics from a year ago. <laughs> I'm sure it's it'll pretty be, it'll similar. Be, yeah, it'll be the same thing. I just feel like 
politics would be too negative. We've just been having good conversations. You know so what? I, I just don't want to be sad right now. Let's listen to a <laughs> let's listen to a clip. So we couldn't find a clip because uh, just listening back to a. Uh, <laughs> To uh, we didn't really one year ago. I mean, I, first of all, I sounded very wasted. You were <laughs> hammered. You were definitely. You, you sounded... That was like the second beer. What was? <laughs> what were we drinking? I don't even remember what we were drinking. There was there were a couple podcasts where we drank like we drank oh. liquor during too. Yeah, I forgot so... we did. We did kind of warm up. <laughs> yeah, probably not the best idea. Yeah, I realized that. Oh, you can't really warm up that much because you sound like a drunken fool. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I mean that'll be in the feed too. You can listen to we talk. I mean, uh, the, the clips I was looking at were talking about really mammoths and uh, anthrax and Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so you can imagine how that goes. Yeah, yeah. Can imagine why that wasn't released. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so something else that happened during the Super Bowl was the Westworld trailer for season two. Oh, shit. Uh, I actually missed it during the Super Bowl, uh, but I, I saw it online. Yes. Uh, I'm excited. It's probably going to take the place of Game of Thrones for the summer, I'm assuming. And it's also yeah. going to make Game of Thrones the long wait because Game of Thrones isn't coming out in 2019. It's going to make that wait seem shorter because we're going to have this fucking awesome show to watch in the meantime. April 22nd, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's dope because Jonathan Nolan, I know, is one of the writers. I can't remember who the other one or two are, but like, yeah, the only reason they took a year off is because they didn't know it was going to be such a hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they were just like, okay, we really got to take our time and figure out where we want to go with this. Right, because, I mean, it could have ended right at the end of season one. That's I think that's what they were just like, yeah, it's going to end. Right. I mean, if this doesn't work kinda, out, we got ton tight episodes. I don't know how they're going to write out of this, honestly. Um. Yeah, me neither. It's not going to be the same kind of show anymore. No, it's definitely it, – I got the – you know, you get the feel that uh, the hosts are – gonna take over and gonna just do their own own thing like ed harris is still alive ed from harris the yeah uh the man in black oh okay yeah uh what's what was <laughs> what was the young guy's name what was uh, God, i thought guy? you were talking about <laughs> at the actual ed harris right that's his name right from like the office and a hangover <laughs> um <laughs> wait the oh, guy... that's a real person right yeah uh <laughs> andy from the office <laughs> fuck are you talking about the guy with the brown hair and glasses? Yeah. Oh, who is he? Wait, no. This is you are talking about the actual Ed Harris. Yeah, the old. I'm guy. talking about the guy from the Office. Okay, I know who you're talking about. I think. Why am I thinking of? Okay. You know. Anyways, that guy Ed, the real Ed Harris, the old man Ed Harris, is still alive. He was finding the maze. And did you ever? Did you ever rewatch season one? No, I was just watching one of the episodes the other other day. Go Andy Bernard. Yeah, but who? Ed Helms. Psst, oh yeah, Ed, and you know what's weird? His last name's Bernard. When Bernard from Westworld. Oh yeah. What's going on? Bernard here? from Westworld, man. Dude, I love Westworld. Um. Yeah, like no, I, I rewatching it helped me just because I feel like I missed a lot, and it's like, oh shit. So like, they are. Did did this guy Arnold actually create consciousness by tricking, by putting his own voice in their head and like uh-huh. making them believe it's their own voice? And it's like, damn, that's a fascinating way to go about it. Yeah, it was really exciting to like learn that 
Because all right, so right before the big reveal happened, that there were like three different timelines going on at once. Which do you? Which what's what's the big reveal to you? When the you find out that there were three different timelines going on at once. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, they weren't so, all happening. Con- yeah, congruently. so it's like uh, Ed Harris is the older version of whatever uh danny mcboyle yeah <laughs> danny mcboyle <laughs> and bernard is arnold yeah and yeah okay yeah. yeah it was uh that was that was pretty right before that uh my cousin told me about the theory and then i started thinking about it, like oh my god that's probably right and then next week okay it was right yeah yeah it's kind of i i did hear i read after the episode happened that like people were theorizing it's like damn how are people on like reddit and shit that fucking quick yeah well sometimes i think people on reddit and stuff have better ideas than the writers and, that's probably true like people like maybe even the writers read their conspiracy theories and they don't go that route because they don't want to be predictable even though that's like the best story like that might be you true. know one of the one of them is with uh harry potter you've you you watch all the harry potter right no no, I watched a few of them. I've I God damn it, Ryan! I watch don't. fucking Harry Potter. Yeah, I mean, I don't like series that have different directors. I'm talking about the books, though. Oh, talking about reading it. Yeah, for sure. One day. Yeah, Kim. <laughs> Kim was saying she's gonna give me the books. So. Oh yeah, you should for sure. I mean, yeah. they're like written kind of for young adults, but yeah, but it's, it's still like one books, of the greatest stories yeah, ever books told. Books you have to read before you die, and I'm always looking to read. Mm-hmm. So, well. So one of the main things in that, like one of the greatest conspiracy theories in that was that Harry Potter was not actually the chosen one and it was Navelle Longbottom and Harry Potter was just like a disguise. Oh, isn't he the bloke that, cause I seen uh, on HBO one time he cut the, the snake in half. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, But I mean, it's impossible to dive deep into you if you don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's move on. <laughs> Speaking of magicians, you watching the magicians yet? Come on. Oh, man. No one is. Gosh. There could be a reason for that. <laughs> it's got three seasons on sci-fi. Come on. Bro, I just started Halt and Catch Fire, and I'm not even sure about that. Like, I just, I don't know. I feel like I want to rewatch, like, all the shows I love, like, the leftovers i started rewatching, and oh gosh the leftovers best show ever it pisses me off that that got no love at all like not even yeah. not even carrie coon from nora durst i don't even care because it's like i know it's the best show ever and i know it ended the best way a show could end like that's the best ending ever i really really that's my one of my favorite episodes of that show is that last episode do you really think it was all about them falling in love though like from watching, no, I don't. from watching and I season don't, one, I, and I don't think that's what the ending was about. I think Hold it's on. about. I think the whole series is about not knowing what happens or a reason for something happens and having to accept that. Like it's just all, all about it's, what it, you believe. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, the whole the last God, the last episode's last about line gets me, bro. Where he just goes, "So you believe me?" And she, he goes, "You're here." <laughs> and it's like yeah I'm, I'm here and it's like damn dude kevin followed her all the way to australia like yeah i agree with you like that's yeah. 
Where it's like, dude, what the fuck is going on? Like, Kevin why finally Kevin found something so- he could believe in because he didn't believe in much before that. But then he, he was so broken. Right. He should have won an award for that, man. That's why. Dude, that's they why, all should have. Yeah, that's why that, like. Justin Trudeau. I, did you know he was in Star Wars, by the way? I didn't know that was him. Who did he play? You, oh, so you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> he played, like. All right. Did you, did you watch The Last Jedi? Yes. He played the guy that was, like, supposed to be the guy that Finn and who was the girl he was traveling with? I don't remember. Dude, that, that storyline was trash. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But uh, he played the guy that uh, was, like, supposed to be the one they were looking for, like, the hacker. Oh. Like, some kind of – he was, like, a gambler. Yeah, like, at, the, at the table? Yeah. Okay. Wow. I didn't know that. I neither. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah, I was I, I was hyped. I was hyped when Benicio del Toro came in. Then he just went away, and I was like, "What's the point of this?" Like, I dig the Jedi stuff, but I don't dig anything else about this movie. Uh, like, I thought it was there was just too much going on with too many characters, and with Ray's parents, it was just like, okay, we found nothing out. When ugh. I liked a lot of it, I liked most of it. Like, I got nothing wrong with how Luke went out. Got nothing wrong with that. I loved Oscar Isaac. I Like, I love that guy as an actor, but I just, like, I was like, dude, what is going on with this guy's character? Wait, who's, Os- who's Oscar Isaac? He's the, uh, he's, he's Poe. Poe. Yeah. Okay. It's like, well, oh, I think, like, I mean, there's I'm a lot sure of read. Stuff. It's all about failure, you know? Yeah, I don't know, man. It was just, like, a, it felt like a Marvel movie to me, and I was just, like, not nah, with it. I don't know. I really liked, like, the scenes between Ray and... Uh, Kylo Ren. Yeah, and like people were mad. Like, like I get the Force thing. Like everything is connected through the Force. So like you can be, you can be together. Like you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. Like and everybody has access to it. So like I got that. Right. But I think that's why a lot of Star Wars people are upset. But I was just upset because it's like a lot of there's a lot of storylines they could do without. <laughs> like, you know, the only thing I didn't like, I didn't like Leia. Like, you know, that false death at first, and she goes and, like, flies back. Yeah, dude. They should have, like... And I didn't like how they... Luke was the one that died when Luke is still alive in yeah. real life. Well, like, you know, I was... should have rewritten that. Like, I'm I'm fine with Luke going away, but the fact that Leia's still alive, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, they should have... They right. should have done a proper ending for her, mm-hmm. and, Luke, like, the way Luke went out was, like, he... F- finally is like at peace with the force and like something that he let go of he's right becoming one with everything you know yeah i mean i don't know i just feel like we like if jig mac he was here right now he'd Jake probably be pissed he'd like no jig loves that movie but... i know he'd be pissed that you were saying negative things about it well like i told him that i liked it and i do like it but i do i told him that i have like my issues I don't know if I dove that deep into it, but like, yeah, like they should have killed Layoff because she's not gonna be in it. Yeah, anymore, yeah, which is sad. Which I know like, you can't. I mean, you can't. Like, what are they like? Like, like J.J. Abrams. Like that. Yeah, J.J. Abrams is gonna be the next director, and he's probably like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> if they haven't talked about it, he's I don't like, know. Yeah, what what am I gonna do with this? In comparison to, uh, the the episode seven, Force Awakens. Yeah, much better. Did you agree with that? Oof. Much more original, at least. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Because Force Awakens was just the same thing. It's like we right, have to it blow was up just the, a new hope too. We gotta blow up a bigger Death Star. <laughs> so, we got a bigger New Hope. 
Hey, so what do you think about Force um, Awakens? A newer, more hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, did you hear about? Um, so first off, Ryan Johnson has three original movies that he has to make for Star Wars. Yep. Also, the writers this. and directors of or creators of Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones have. I don't know how many Star Wars movies they get to make, but they get to make Star Wars movies now. Yeah, I'm really hoping that's a misquote, and they get to make Star Wars TV shows. Yeah, like, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about it, because they're writing Star Wars ha- is not... it. Well, it is meant for movies, because that's where it came from. Yeah. But once a culture and a, like, such a serious thing evolve... It needs to be into a TV show because they could get much more deep with the characters. I, I agree. Like these guys have done big uh, theatrical movies with like Troy before. Uh huh. So, but like, wait, it's not so, the same level. But so Ryan Johnson's still going to be making movies. He's going to be making a separate trilogy. But then, what are these guys going to be doing? DB Weiss and Dan. A separate other trilogy just for Disney to make money. So wh- why can't one of them just make a fucking TV series? I don't know. Like, come on, let's the, get. Maybe they will. You never know. It's not like confirmed that they're gonna do it next year. So like, Disney could just be like, oh yeah, we're gonna do it on the new Disney streaming TV show. And oh yeah, I mean, you if, never know. But honestly, I'm... if Disney releases a TV series on their own Disney version of Netflix that is a Star Wars TV series, yeah, kaching kaching kaching. That'd be insane. You are making. You're getting so many people signing up for that. For sure. But right now, if... Uh, Short Netflix's stock, if that happens. Yeah. If D.B. Weiss and the other guy are making a Star Wars movie right now, like if it was coming out next year, I'm not that excited for it. Just because the writing in Game of Thrones has been not great for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember the... You texted me over the summer and said you wanted to be on the podcast and talk about how Game of Thrones was the best mediocre show of all time. Yeah, it's the Carmelo Anthony of shows. Like, it's <laughs> like, yeah, look at the stats. They're great. But if you look closer, it's not that great. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I agree. Um, <laughs> like, if you dive real deep into it. There nah. were times when it's. I mean, I'm still obsessed with it. You know, it just. Oh, dude, I gotta. I gotta know how. It's not like Walking Dead for me. Walking Dead, I can. I gave up three, four years ago. I don't care how it ends. I. I, I gotta know. Well, how honestly, it ends. I am still watching it because I host a podcast, talks about entertainment, and it's something that's culturally re- Dead relevant. That just sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Melissa stopped. My girlfriend Melissa stopped watching it. Yeah. Um, I thought this last season. This last first half of the season was garbage. The season before that was even worse. I've I've heard that from many of people. Um, I stopped with the governor. The governor, I hated the governor, but yes. I really liked right after the governor. I really liked it then. It's my highlight. But now, uh, so, so this is what happened with The Walking Dead. Uh, when Negan killed those people in the way he did, are you talking nothing, about the, the bat scene? Because yeah. I actually did see that because everybody on like Twitter blew up with that. So I was yeah. like, I got to watch it. So here's what happened. Like that was like right before that, like Walking Dead was kind of at its peak with like terms of anticipation and like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And then they decided to end an episode of a season without finding out who Negan kills. So you have to wait a whole summer before you find out who Negan kills. And then, oh, you find out it's two people. And they're going to show it, and it's fucking disgusting. Why not just show it then end the season? Right. Why not end the season like that? Yeah. 
what like you're what's what are you what are you doing you have oh dude i didn't know it was like i thought that was like an episode like episode three or four in the season that was episode one that's fucking stupid and And the season like that that would be way better yeah it would be great you'd be talking about it all summer yeah and then but this so they did that at the start of the first episode season and the thing is like okay how are you ever going to possibly top something worse than that yeah you can't like like and you you now you have to rely on good writing and good character development to make your show keep going but they're not good at that but the way glenn went out he went out like that in the books right yes yeah but and another thing like the writing went down definitely after they fired frank whatever his name is who wrote and directed shawshank redemption who was the original creator they fire that guy he was the original creator of walking dead and like yeah he just said shawshank Shawshank redemption is one of like the best written movies ever yeah and like he he, i guess he had creative differences of where to go with the story with uh the creator and after three seasons they just canned him wow yeah dude the show went down like after season three for me because I think season four, they introduced the governor. I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, the governor was the worst. Dude, he was so like, <laughs> bad. I, a lot of people liked him. And, like, the prison whole thing was the, prison, the worst. The prison scene, the prison stuff was so dumb. Especially when, so when Rick dumb. was, like, seeing people from his past. Yeah, it's like, bro. My God, stop every show. <laughs> yeah. Please stop trying to be lost. Yeah. It was terrible. They already did that. It was terrible. Oh. <sighs> Um, made me real sad but jumping right back to star wars han solo trailer oh yeah looked fucking baller i'm i'm excited for that you see rogue one yeah okay that's the best star wars movie ever made i thought rogue one was really good knowing what was gonna happen pretty much yeah and movies i I feel like a lot of times movies aren't good if you know what's gonna happen who's that girl who was in it uh i don't know Uh, she was great it starts with a c i love her too but yeah, she's great. Um, there's that dude. There's that kid from uh, the Night of. Yeah, he yeah. He was great in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a baller star. Like, dude, that robot better than C three PO and R two. Bro, YouTube, like I felt, that. I felt emotions when he got shot up. Like uh-huh. I felt that. Dude, and it's great, and everyone dies at the end. Yeah, and it was tight. They're was just like movie. all serving a great purpose, and it's the storyline. Like, and the best thing about it is it makes it finally makes sense why there's this stupidly easy way to destroy the death star yeah like it it helps out the early movies i'm sure they did not plan that when they wrote the first movie no not at all you know episode four a new hope <laughs> but that's a great movie that's the best it's that's the best star wars movie i will still say it's the best star wars movie is a rogue if one. i if i think about it probably will be but um but solo so might be able to take that because looks dope looks childish dope. gambino was lando calrissian yeah and um, the kid from hail caesar's Han Solo. Amelia Clark is in it. Oh my god. Woody Harrelson's in it? Woody Harrelson's in it? Come on, dude. This like I get, I almost am I'm close to I Ron Howard directed but, it. Who's Ron Howard? Ron Howard is fucking Ron Howard. He directed um all the uh Da Vinci like Da Vinci Code movies. Oh, okay. I want to see He like, also directed like big big fucking movies like Big? Yeah, dude. I feel like Ron Howard's like a No, big, the movie Big? No. Oh. <laughs> so I <laughs> Maybe. Love that I feel movie. like Ron Howard's directed a lot of stuff. Um he was an actor and ah, he was an actor too. Uh hold on, hold on. Like oh man, I haven't even seen like Rush. I haven't seen Rush. Uh I saw Rush, the Frost Nixon. Wait, 
Wait. A Beautiful Mind. Oh, it's my mom's favorite movie. Apollo 13. I've seen it. Okay, maybe not like crazy big movies, but like Grand... Uh, oh, no. I, I thought that was American Graffiti for a second, but... No, like, I guess there was a falling out with the director of Solo, then Ron Howard swooped in, and he's like, I'm going to save this. And uh-huh. I don't know if I love the title of Solo, just it's like Solo, a Star Wars movie, a Star Wars story. Well, that's what Rogue One was. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yeah, it's like... What else could they named it? You gotta I don't know. You yeah, but you could you had two dude, choices of names, Solo or Han Solo. Dude, it's going to be, Han, it's, it's gonna be so tight. Like, it's... Donald Glover is, yeah, he's the next superstar. Yeah, we the were next talk- Justin Timberlake. Yeah, but I but, feel like he know. could he could get an Oscar before JT. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tight. I mean, like, I don't even know what it's about. Like, it's just Young Adventures of. I hope I hope Boa Fett's in it. Oh, um, <laughs> I would, Jabba the Hutt and all if, that. If like, people bet on that, I would say yes, Jabba or. Or Boba Fett and Jabba the Hutt are probably both going. Because I heard there's going to be a spinoff of just Boba Fett's adventures. Because he's like one of the most popular characters, and he was only in like fucking 15 minutes. Yeah, and his character is so stupid. It's just, you know, he's you, a bounty hunter, man. He just does what he does. You, you've seen all the Star Wars movies, right? Yes. So you know, he is like, I think they used his blood as for the clones, for all the stormtroopers. Oh sure wow! That? No, I didn't know that. I think it was either his or his father's blood. One of the two. Um, hold on. It would make sense for it to be his father's because the I clones th- started with. Yeah, I think, he was in the I mean, Clone I think Wars. that was the deal. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Damn, I'm making this bro, up. But we need Jake sure McTee right. here. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, where you at? Jake might have been the person that's been on this podcast the second most. I was trying to think that the other day. It's like, who's been on the second most besides you? I did I did help start this with you. Yeah, I mean, you got up to... I'm back now. I don't know I'm how back, many you got. I'm back now. You did experience the worst beer. That's good. The fucking Cleveland's going into overtime Serrano here. They're, they're just trying not to lose. Cleveland, that is. Uh, Cleveland. They have issues. They are not going to make... Well... They're not. I don't know. I feel like they're still gonna figure it out, but oh, they will. They will. I seriously think they should trade their players away. <sighs> that's just that's just trading a championship away, a possible championship. Trade Gr Smith and Tristan Thompson, dude. You know what'd be crazy? You know how hockey goes into overtime and it's three on three. What if basketball was like that? <laughs> <laughs> and if they don't score, it's a dunk contest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three on three, they put out LeBron, Isaiah, and Tristan. Thompson. That'd be sweet. That'd be sweet, dude. There's so much open floor. Then they should just so play weird. like uh, like first to twenty one half court with three on three. That'd be so wild. <laughs> like literally, some some of the best street ballers in the world would have a shot of fucking like playing in the NBA just for the shot of being in overtime. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Because- <laughs> Three on three players would be much better. Mm. Uh, that's all my beer. Wow. Uh, all right. So, what other TV shows you watching? Anything else you're excited for? Practical Joking, Joker's uh, season. I don't know how. Whatever it is, just came out. So everybody watch that. 
Dude, I haven't watched Impractical Jokers in so long. You're missing out on life. It's the best show ever. Damn. Any other podcasts you've been listening to? Because I've got a shit ton. I just uh, started listening to Two Writers, Sling and Yang. I've not heard of that one. It's about... <laughs> it's just this writer, and he gets a writer on his podcast. A writer from any field, journalism, novelism, like any anything, and they just talk about writing the entire time two writers slinging yang and i listened to it and it was just like i don't know the editing in it is not good like yeah. i was like damn split six is way better than this. <laughs> and we don't edit yeah like that's the thing we it was just like, let it roll <laughs> it was like you could tell the intro and the edit were not recorded in the same session oh okay so that's why it's like mm. well hey yeah there we go, guys. That's why you got to subscribe to the Split Six podcast. Seriously. You got to give us money. Seriously. <laughs> Let's get on. Let's get with it. Let's get with it. Uh, so podcasts are the biggest growing media. The thing is, there are so many fucking podcasts. Dude, they're so... <laughs> it's so insane. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, you got to just... I've been wanting to make a podcast for like three years, four years. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, and to be on one is dope. It's fucking dope. So, <laughs> yeah, and, um, you know, it's just like figuring out all this stuff and how to do it all has been a slow process because I still work a full time job at the same time. Yeah, and but one of my one of my one of the things I'm most proud of is that. I've done this for a year now, and I've only missed seven weeks out of a year. That's not bad, man. I mean, look at Joe Rogan started with just him and Brian Redband uh-huh. sitting at a at a desktop and right. talking, and now he's at like a thousand plus episodes. And he is like, if but any, he's if also, anyone if anyone goes on his podcast, they get a bigger boost than oh, even for doing sure. like a, a late night TV show appearance. Yeah, and it's like. Obviously, he started, he already was Joe Rogan. Like, he already was, like, a stand-up comedian, hosted Fear Factor. But yeah. it's, like, his podcast started at, like, not, not... His podcast started podcasts, and then the podcast serial, like, made it all. Like, people start, made it start growing, like, exponentially. You ever listen to Serial? Not the full thing. <laughs> you listen to some of it? Yeah. Did you not, you didn't get hooked? I listened to like the first episode. Oh, dude, listen to this. Listen to the first two, man. You'll get hooked. Like I just don't know where to listen to them. You know, like do I just, just do, plug do you, in? Do you know how to work podcasts? Like where? Like I I listen to podcasts when driving mostly. That's the thing. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Do you ever, like do anything that you could do? Like I listen to them at work, but I have a job where I can yeah constantly listen to it at work. For sure, I don't. Do you ever like? Do you ever go to the to the gym or anything? No. <laughs> um, do you ever? I don't know. Sit and play a video game. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's a good point. Or you know, I don't know. I mean, if I didn't work the job I worked, I would not be able to listen to podcasts like I do because I listen no to so many. Like I've, I subscribe to new ones all the time. Because I run out of ones, and I feel like sometimes I don't feel like listening to the ones I already listened to. <laughs> like uh, the newest one that I start subscribe to that I lo- really liked the one episode I listened to was Your Kickstarter Sucks. 
it's a like a comedy well, podcast. They what's that make, about? They just make fun of Kickstarters. Damn, <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> Your Kickstarter sucks. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh! It sounds like we're out of time, Brian. Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, guys. Thank you for listening to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast that you've been listening to for a year. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> remember, as my new catchphrase that I've just recently found out, it's more important to listen to what somebody else is saying than it is for somebody else to listen to what you are saying. Any last words, Brian, and tell us how you feel. It's been a crazy year, but it's been, you learn something every day, and uh, we're still going to go strong. We're going to split six forever. Go Pistons. All right, guys. Thank you for splitting six with us, and we'll be back next week with another episode of the Split Six Podcast. Don't stop listening. Don't stop listening. Please stop, or, or please start sharing. Please rate, review us, subscribe to us. Anywhere you get your podcasts, and especially on Apple Podcasts, because that's where you can rate us five stars, and we can have a chance of other people reaching us. Tell all your friends. Tell your parents. Tell your dog. I don't care. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Love you. Love you.